Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Psychic's Truth with your host, Melanie Rimkus. Join Melanie as she shares her personal experiences as a professional psychic medium and explore the truth of how she and others deliver psychic messages. Where does all this mysterious knowledge come from? And why are there so many different theories? Join Melanie on a journey of self-discovery and thought-provoking conversations with other like-minded individuals in the community. Can Melanie crack the code on how ESP works? And now your host, Melanie Rimkus. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. So today we're going to be welcoming Paula D'Amico. And she is actually known as the life gardener in the Buffalo community. I'm very privileged to be able to speaking with Paula today. Paula, I have known in the field for a few years um, on a personal basis, and I've always been very inspired on her energy that she has and the fact that she can actually um, draw people in to whatever she has to talk about. Now, she uses the power of her voice to share her inspiring story um, in a book that she had gotten connected to called The Seeds of Authenticity. Paula is a wife, a mother. She's an Emmy-nominated TV producer, teacher, and owner slash creator of Blessings by Nature. She's also president-elect for the Buffalo Niagara National Association of Women Business Owners. And also, she is the president of the local chapter of um, chapter of Holistic, um, I don't know how to say that, Paula, are you there right now? Everybody? I certainly am. That's the Holistic Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Excellent. So I can you just tell us a little bit on um, through the years how you've become known? I mean, you are known in the Buffalo community as the life gardener. Anybody that wants to know about um, herbs and uh, you make that that syrup, that elderberry syrup that's so popular um, in the wintertime. How did you how did you find yourself in that world? You, you know, you mentioned uh, that I came up with a, a new book. It's actually an anthology. So there were, and, and this is, it's all going to trickle down to your question is, you know, how did I get known as Western New York's life gardener? My, my story of how it all started is in The Beauty of Authenticity. It's a new anthology. It came out. There's 23 women from across the country that came together to share their stories, their individual stories, about how they found their authentic self. And anybody who's listening knows that, you know, we are always in search of trying to find ourselves, trying to find our true self, right? So these 22 women that teamed up with me all have these individual stories. They are amazing stories. You can buy the book right on my website, blessingsbynature.com. You can also find it on Amazon as well. So you can pick it up uh, online, you know, just Google it, and it will definitely come up. What I did was I shared my story of my very beginnings, my connection to learning about what um, what holistic is. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, Mel, you know, when, when I, all these years ago, it was not long after, and if anybody reads the story, they'll hear part of the, they'll read part of that story in this chapter, but it was not long after the death of my dad that I was searching for healing for myself. And if any of you out there have you lost somebody in your life, you know how that is, how you are trying to heal yourself. You're trying to pick yourself up by those bootstraps again and, and carry on and find that, that whatever that is, that modality, that method of healing. So for me, 
It was the introduction to holistic medicine and practices for my best friend. She was looking for something for her daughter. She knew that I wasn't really in the best place after the loss of my dad. She said, you know what, come up. She scooped me up and she took me with me with her. And then she showed me and introduced me to holistic practices across Western New York. And that does include, you know, getting readings. And that includes Reiki, energy work, and all these different ways of, of trying to lift me back up and put me to a better place. My connection. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I want to interrupt for a second. You know, I find that when you just started to talk about just trying to find your true self, your true authentic self, the majority of people that come to see me, that's what they're looking for. You know, they're, they're, they're almost scouting through maybe a medium for that healing or whatever, but what they want to find is who they are to balance themselves. So I find that this, this book could be very practical for anybody who would be searching for answers. So you're, going, you're absolutely, pretty fantastic. You're absolutely right because it's, it's, like I said, 23 different stories, and they're all women, which is amazing and incredible in itself. So, you know, all these women, and these women come from, I'm the only one from Western New York in the book, but these women come from across the country and up into Canada as well. So you've really got a broad spectrum of, of where these women are coming from and what they're doing and how they found that, that authenticity, how they found that connection for themselves or better life. And, you know, it's always, it's an ongoing process for us, right? We're, we are always looking to better ourselves and find our true selves. And just when we think that everything's cool, maybe things get a little ruffled a little bit, and then we have to get back on track. So that I find that being a member of the holistic community could not be uh, more important. I mean, it's so important for me and for my family because it is a trickle-down effect. You know, if you are in a good place, then so is your family. Mm-hmm. Because it was when when I was searching for a way to try to to find that healing, I knew I had to find something when my son, who was very young at the time, looked up at my husband and said, why why is mommy so sad all the time? Oh. When, when you see your son, when you see your child do that, you say, oh, my God, I, I, have, to, I have to do something. But what do right. I do? But that's where the whole community just kind of came in. And, you know, you, you get messages, you get signs. People, it's, not, it's not an accident when something happens. It is, it is meant to be, you know. A uh, synchronicity, it, would you say? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Things are placed in your path, in your direction. So that, and then it's up to you to take on, what, are you going to pick that up and, and move on with it? Are you going to use it or are you not? You know, it's, it's completely your discretion. So for me, when I started that journey introducing myself to the holistic community, the connection I made was with, uh, was with a local woman. Her, her name is Linda Elson, and I like to call her Western New York's feng shui queen. And <laughs> As you know her. We have, <laughs> we're, we're very good friends now. Now, Linda and I, when we first met, and she started talking to me about uh, feng shui and the power of placement, and, you know, I'm listening to what she's saying, and, and then she said something about plants. I go, oh, plants. I thought, wow, yeah, I like that part of it. And just like anybody out there, and probably yourself included, you know, you find something you're interested in, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you become passionate about, and you literally devour everything you can get your hands on to learn more about whatever that is that you're looking into. So for me, I started devouring more about learning about the power of plants. What is this thing about plants? I mean, I'm a good gardener, but 
you know, uh, what can plants really do for me? I mean, I know it's great to garden, but what's, what's the power part of it? So then I learn about, as the years go on, the fact that every plant has meaning. It has a spiritual meaning. It has a medicinal meaning. People have been tying the two together for generations, for years around the world. It is no one particular belief. It is no one particular religion. It is no one particular practice. People from just all over have embraced the power of plants, and it has made them happier, and it has mm-hmm. made them healthier, and it's just taken them to a better place. So I have a quick side question about plants. Is there sure. certain plants that actually go with chakras? Like, would there be, like, this plant would be good for um, fueling your sacral chakra or your throat chakra? Did you ever, is that how that works? Or it's just that each one has its own medicinal property that's really good for you? Well, each plant has a medicinal and a spiritual meaning. I'll give you an easy peasy lemon squeezy uh, example. Um, So let's just talk lavender because everybody knows about lavender, right? We all know that that lavender is, um, it it smells great. That's what most people say. There are a small percentage of people that are not, not a fan of lavender, believe it or not, but (laughs) <laughs> okay, so here we have lavender. First of all, you look at the color, and the color itself, you probably would relate to one of your chakras, probably your crown chakra, because right. it's purple, right? Correct, absolutely. So you can make that connection using the color of the flower. As far as as far as the medicinal properties, it will help you sleep. So it helps to relax you. It helps to put you in a better mood, right? Mm-hmm. And now, when you look about the spiritual end of it. Lavender helps to restore the balance in your life. It also helps to give you peace, peace of mind, peace of body. So there are the, there are the different um, modalities that, that, that lavender delivers. And every plant can bring you that, whether it's the color or the spiritual meaning or the medicinal meaning, they all deliver something into your life. And, you know, if you, if you look in the western New York area, and it, and it goes beyond western New York, there are garden events that are happening all over God's creation right now. And, you know, it's just kind of exploded here in the Buffalo area, and it's really exploded across the country. People are so into their gardens. They are loving it. They are loving being outside, getting their hands in the dirt. And, by the way, that is such a good thing for you to get your hands in the dirt because mm-hmm. there's actually bacteria in the dirt that is good for you. So when you get your fingers all dirty and all that dirt gets under your fingernails, you're actually starting to ingest probably a little bit of that bacteria. And, and you know, not everybody can clean all their dirt off their tomatoes, right? Right. <laughs> so you ingest some of that dirt as well, and that has a little bit of that bacteria. It is not harmful bacteria unless you are actually combating, say, cancer. That would be an issue. But generally, for the general public, it is mm-hmm. a good bacteria for you to have in your system. It helps to build up your immune system. So when you think about it this way, you are actually helping to build up your stamina against that flu and cold in the summer while you are, or in the winter while you are gardening in the summer. That's awesome. It's kind of like it was, you know, nature is a perfect thing. We just step so outside of it, we forget to put our hands in the dirt and reconnect, and it actually is healthy for us. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just the fresh air and the sunshine. And you know, I always tell people, listen, you know, do yourself a favor, no matter where you work. Sometimes I have, a, I have a job. I work 40 hours a week. I'm inside an office. 
And let me tell you, there are days when I don't get out, but I try to, to make it out of the building every day. I try as best as I can and stick my face out in the sun, take a good deep breath of fresh air, even just for a moment. Give yourself that break. Allow yourself to just, you know, just, just relax for a moment and then carry on and go back into work. You know, meditation, so important. You've probably talked about that a million times. Yeah, what you're saying is so important for anybody that's listening right now. I mean, this is the this is the foundation of how to put your life back onto a track that's probably healthy to help people find their own authentic self is, is just to get connected again. Truthfully, right? Absolutely. I mean, how are you gonna how are you going to find yourself unless you take a break and you think about it? Meditation mm-hmm. is thinking. It is you know collecting yourself bringing yourself down from maybe a busy day or maybe preparing yourself for the day ahead. And and you never know what's going to happen when you meditate, right? right. You might have, a, uh, might have a, a purpose, focus. You're trying to go in, in one direction, but something might pop into your head and all of a sudden you have a new idea or a fresh outlook on what you're trying to, to accomplish in your life. And just taking that that few moments to meditate will do wonders for you. And remember, everyone, you know, meditation doesn't mean you have to take, like, hours out of your day. It only takes a moment sometimes, just a moment. And, uh, and that is, you know, where I'm doing the, this uh, this radio show, so to speak. A lot of it is about me trying to find the psychic truth. How does everything work? How does everything come together? I mean, even as me as a medium, how am I even picking up energy? But from years and years of working as a medium, I've learned that really what it comes down to is exactly where, where you come to in the book. And to, to kind of circle it back there, that mind, body, and soul component, that meditation, the relaxation, the finding out who we are, and then bringing ourselves to the state of health. Honestly, if all of us learned to do that, I'd probably be out of a job because <laughs> people wouldn't be searching for answers or they would be able to embrace the unknown um, because they're more confident in the direction in their life. And I would say, as far as this book, how, what was the synchronicity? Like, how did you get connected to all these people throughout the country? And here you are, Paula, in Buffalo, and obviously fantastically well-known, but you've now become part of a, a larger collective outside of Buffalo, New York. What, what synchronicity brought that there for you? Well, isn't it funny how sometimes you know, we're online and we know that when we start searching for things, things will just pop up, right? That's just technology working, yeah. working for the benefit of, of multiple platforms. So I, to be honest with you, writing a book has been on my bucket list for a very long time. And uh, this was just one step toward writing an entire book, was writing an anthology, writing one chapter. And I was ready to go. I just didn't know what direction. So I started to do a little research. And, of course, you know, technology helped me out a little bit. And things started popping up in my feed showing that, you know, I'm looking for something. And then all of a sudden, this one particular, uh, this one particular group started to pop up, Powerful You Publishing. And I said, well, they look like they're really very holistic and very grounded and definitely something that, I think I'm I'm kind of feeling connected with you know here we use our intuition and that's what mm-hmm. I don't think people use their intuition mm-hmm. enough <laughs> to yep. help to listen to and to help guide them. So 
I looked at it, literally it was the, the picture and what was popping up that, that just connected me to, to powerful you publishing. And I looked them up and I said, Oh my goodness, they're involved with the holistic chamber of commerce. So, you know, no accident there that you right. know, connected the holistic chamber. And, uh, and, and so I, I started doing a little research, as we all should, right, before we get mm-hmm. ourselves involved in anything. And I just absolutely loved what these it's two ladies, um, what they were doing as a, as a group. And, uh, and I gave them a call. And I talked to uh, a young lady by the name of Sue Erda. And we had the most delightful conversation on the phone. And, uh, and I just thought, I just immediately felt connected with this woman. And I said, this definitely sounds like, this sounds like what I'm looking for. And, it, you know, it wasn't sight unseen. She didn't say to me, like, and it, you know what, it costs a little bit of money. So, right. You know, you, and I'm going to make that investment. I'm going to want to make sure that I'm making the right investment. So I, I just said, I, I think this is perfect. This is absolutely. And, and not only was it a good investment, Mel, I have to tell you, they exceeded my expectations. Really, their support and how they guided you through the process of publishing a book. I mean, now I feel like I'm ready to do do the big book, right? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I was going to say, is the next book about um, the uh, the holistic um, in, in a spiritual property of from well, a life gardener like that? Well, Mel, you're just going to have to stay amazing. tuned to that one. I'm not thinking about all the skinny on that <laughs> one. But I am going to tell you that it is going to be a, a trilogy, and it is a – it is going to be something that people are definitely going to want to get their hands on. And so for those of you that are not from the New York State area, you'll certainly be hearing and seeing me across the country, if not beyond, with my story that I'm going to share with everyone. It's not just my story, but it's a, it's a story that can help and guide people and help uplift them and empower them and use it as a reference tool as well. So somebody that might be kind of like just um, lost, Basically, either maybe they had a death of a loved one or they're just kind of feeling like unsure or what is my purpose in life or why am I here in this world? Or they get to that point, almost like potentially um, a midlife crisis and they're just lost. Would this book be a good place just to start to read stories of women and and individual experiences and and how they've grown? Would this be almost like relatable? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I personally, I talk about the loss of my dad, and um, and actually, I I just recently um, still fresh from the loss of my mother as well, and um, you know, what the excuse me, <laughs> I have to kind of collect myself right. for a moment when I talk about it. It's you know, it's still fresh losing another parent, and from what I learned when I lost my dad and how I was able to get myself back on track, you know, just in a better place. I used those tools when I lost my mom. Now I'm not saying that now I'm like, it was like, Oh, it was like nothing. I, I, I'm all, I'm all good now. No, right. I'm still fresh. I'm still healing. I'm still mourning, but you know, it, it's not, I don't know if this is the right word to say, but it's not as devastating as it was before. And only because I feel that they are still here with me and that I can connect with them. And I'm allowing, 
I'm, I'm being open to signs and dreams and um, using the power of nature to help heal me and connect me with me right. and with them. So, you know, it's just, you have to be, you have to be open to it. You have to be ready to be open and ready to receive the healing that you need. I think we, we all say that a lot, right? We're the, right. Waiting for that healing, but we have to be, we have to be open and ready to receive it. It can't, it's not going to just, you know, land itself right in front of us and go, well, there you go, like a gift, you know, it never does. Right. You have to be, you have to say, yes, okay, I'm ready. You have to create the, create the opportunity for it to come. You can't just sit in one place and not create opportunities for things to find you. Absolutely. Um, And it's, that journey this before when, when you said that, you know, your father had passed all that little bit, all those steps that you took, that got you here were, were like um, training on being able to handle those things. You know, well, life is a journey, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that life is a journey and that when we are ready to receive the things that are put before us, we even said it, the two of us even said it earlier. You know, you, if you're given something, uh, you take it and you run with it. And if you are given a gift and you don't use it, well, then it's it's not being used. So mm-hmm. what a waste. That's terrible. At least give it a try. See if it works right. for you. You know, I always talk about people creating this uh, recipe for success in their life or this recipe for a better life, you know, a, a healing. Maybe maybe for some of your listeners, I mean, every I think everybody can connect to a plant, seriously. I mean, like you mm-hmm. see a plant, it's a flower, or something smells great. You go, oh, yeah. ah, and literally for a second, it puts you like in a happy mood, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe some people, plants just not, doesn't kick it for them. You will find what you need to help heal you. So maybe it's working with crystals and working with your chakras, right? Because you mentioned right. chakras. You know, maybe it's it's working with um, or just receiving energy healing, Reiki, for example. Maybe it's, I, I don't know, it could be any one of a different type of modalities. There's so many things that are out there, out there it's endless, but you're not going to know about them and you're not going to experience them unless you go out and you actually, you know, unless you tap into it, mm-hmm. unless you try it. And there's that... Um when we lose that whole sense of community and sometimes we get into, you know, our lives, that whole nine to five job, that whole, the whole rigmarole that everybody's kind of caught up into and something can throw us off balance, like a loss of somebody, even as a medium, even as a psychic medium, a death, you think that I'd be like, ah, piece of cake, they're upstairs, let me go chat. That's not how it works. That just isn't. And when I lost my grandma a few years back, it was devastating. I've been privileged enough to have both my parents in my life still, but um, I think dealing with death is really hard for everybody. There's not a handbook on how to handle it, and everybody's individual. Um, but the, that, the getting yourself to a healthy place um, and trying to live a life in a place that has purpose and being, you know, the authentic part, I, I, Paula, that to me is huge because everybody's trying to live a life that they think they're supposed to live um, or what they're being told to live. They're never thinking for themselves. They're never stepping in and figuring out who they are authentically and finding who they are. And I think authenticity, that's number one. Honestly, Absolutely. I think to take it to the authenticity, I mean, and it's, it's interesting how the planting the seeds of authenticity, because, you know, to even bring it over to that Christian um, perspective, the biblical perspective, for anybody that's a Christian, they always say that the, having faith of a mustard seed, 
right? Right. Truthfully, your book could be the seed, that open doorway, that perspective that they're not going through this world alone, that they might have relatable stories. And and just dropping that and that a piece of that, what you've written, could very well be life-changing for somebody, and it might not be immediate. It might be two years later, and they wake up, and they're like, wow. Well, you know, that's that that all, like, it all rolls into me sharing my story and all these women sharing their stories. That is all, you know, these here are real stories that we are sharing with the rest of the world. And like you're saying, you know, people read, whether it's my story or one of the other 22 women that are in, in the book, you read the story and you're inspired by it. It inspires you to go and do something for yourself, to heal yourself, and, and help you discover your authentic self. Now, if I didn't have an authentic story, if I, there is no more impactful story than a real story. Absolutely. If you make something up, you know, and it's fiction, it's fiction. It is made up. It is not true. It is not real. If you are sharing with someone your life story, something that really happened in your life, that is so much more impactful and relatable than just spinning a tale, right? Right. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That's the way to go. That's the direction. Um, That's what's, like, changing. I even feel like even with TED Talks and stuff, when when people – um, speak on something and you're like wow that that happened that's real I can do this or they can do it I can do it it's inspiration honestly that's inspiration that is a book of inspiration um, almost like a muse truthfully that's how I feel about it I am just I'm so excited I'm so excited <laughs> for you I'm so excited about the book um, I have I'm not excited read it to yet. Be on your show. I know. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know what? I haven't read it yet, and purposefully so because I did not want to read it until I was able to talk to you about it. Because for people that would be listening, I would have an upper hand. I want to know what is that book about? Where did it come from? All that information, um, and I look forward to diving in. And I can already tell you that I would highly recommend it, based on the fact that um, living it authentic. This is. Truthfully, for like I said, for six and a half, seven years where I've been working, um, you know, as a psychic medium, there is just, there is a pattern. You start to see patterns within people and they're missing something or they're lacking something. And I mean, obviously there's just some people that are coming in. Not everybody that comes in is missing or lacking something, but there is definitely a, a part where I would say that nine out of 10 people that come in would probably benefit from a book like this. It reminds me back in the day that chicken, is it Chicken Soup for the Soul book? I don't oh, know if absolutely. those were fake or real stories. I don't even remember. I just remember reading them when I was younger and loved them. So would it be similar to that? Yes. It it, it, and I, I believe the Chicken Soup for the Soul stories are, are real stories. So, I mean, I believe they are. So, you know, don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, and it, they're all stories to be, you know, stories given from the heart. And this is also, these are all stories, too, from the heart. There's a couple of, you know, there are a couple of stories that when you start to read them in the beginning, you're like, whoa, wait, where is this going? But let me tell you, just stick with it. And the, right. the beauty, the beauty of this book is that, okay, it's 23 chapters, 23 different stories. So this is like the perfect summer read, at least it is for me, because <laughs> uh, you know, you read a chapter. This is how I like to read. Uh, I like to read a chapter. Uh, usually it's like inspirational type of a story, you know, some type of a book that's, you know, giving me, you know, some some mojo, some juice, some energy, something to ignite something within myself, right? 
And and I love it when I read like just a chapter and I can go, hmm, and think about it and sit back and kind of relax and yeah, maybe if it's summertime I'm I'm sitting in the shade or sitting in the sun and then I can doze off and think about it. And then I can either pick up the book again to read the next chapter or maybe I'll just wait until tomorrow and read the next chapter tomorrow or next week. That's the beauty of this book is that, you know, there's all these different stories and you can go back and read the read the chapter again and be inspired all over again. So great book, brand new book. It just came out in May, uh, end of May, and it's available right now again, blessingsbynature.com and on uh, Amazon. The difference is if you, if you order it on Blessings by Nature, I will autograph it for you and send it out. So you get my uh, John Hancock on it. <laughs> oh, that is. That is awesome. You know, Paula, thank you so much, so very much for coming on to this and really um, starting the component of, of people to start understanding the importance of, of the mind, body, and the soul and getting your, yourself to a place of health and starting with um, authenticity. So thank you so much. Um, go out and enjoy your day. And let's all go outside and put those hands in the dirt and rub them around a little bit and, and, and make ourselves a little better for the winter, right? Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mel. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.